The 2020 Tokyo Olympics Committee want the athletes to know that the cardboard beds they've built for them will not collapse during sex. And ABC apparently told Batman actor Burt Ward to take penis shrinking pills while shooting the show. And a man has been accused of dousing a woman with ranch dressing during a dispute. These are the weird stories. For Wednesday, this is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy. We do three weird stories five days a week. Aren't you glad you're here? Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. The 2020 Tokyo Olympics want the athletes to know, don't worry, your cardboard beds won't collapse during sex. Tokyo, that's where the Olympics will be. Athletes that are participating, beware while you're over there, especially you big ones, because the bed frames in the athletes' village at this year's Olympics will be made out of cardboard. But they assure you it's sturdy cardboard. Here's a quote from the uh, Takashi Ketajima, which is the general manager of the Athletes' Village. What is this Athletes' Village? This is where they stay. Sounds like a lot of fun. I want to hang out in the Athletes' Village. I'll bet you I could find some good PEDs over there. Performance-enhancing drugs. Oh, yeah. Here's a quote from this person. The organizer says, Those beds can stand up to 200 kilograms, those cardboard beds. Really? That's about 440 pounds, and surely no Olympic athlete weighs that much. I don't know, man. Some of these people that do the uh, shot put, they're pretty big, pretty big people. Isn't sumo wrestling an Olympic event? You mean to tell me those sumo wrestlers don't weigh 400 pounds? They are stronger than wooden beds, actually. Kichamina, whatever the hell the name is, added. He also took into account the possibility of a wild room celebration after, say, a gold medal victory. Here's a quote. Of course, wood and cardboard would each break if you jumped on them. What about during sex, Kajima? You know these Olympic athletes be getting it on. The single bed frames will be recycled into paper products after the games. This is pretty cool. I like these. Uh, I like the idea of the recycled beds. I'm going to tell you, though, I'm looking at a photo. They do not look comfortable at all. As you can imagine, cardboard beds would not be comfortable. And I think during the Olympics, if you're an athlete, I think you need a good night's rest, right? After all, you are competing against the world, shouldn't you get a nice night's sleep no matter what you're doing? I mean, that's just automatic to me. And, and these beds don't look like they're going to provide that at all. The mattress is broken up into three distinct sections if you'd like to hear the breakdown. The firmness of each can be adjusted, actually. The idea was to use materials that could be remade after the Olympics and Paralympics. But the cardboard frames and supports should give the rooms a Spartan look. Organizers showed off the beds and a few other furnishings. You know, I wouldn't be bragging about your cardboard beds, okay? Tokyo Village. I just wouldn't. Okay, they look like... They look like shit, I'm not gonna lie. They look like crap. They look like you took them right out of a hostel. You know, you ever been to a hostel? It's, it's that kind of bed look. Like, oh. I'm surprised you don't have bunk beds for these people. What is wrong with you? Shouldn't you treat these Olympics... These Olympians like they're royalty? I mean, they're representing an entire country, okay? Roll out the red carpet for them. Pop bottles for them. 
do whatever it need they need to be comfortable. You giving them recycled fiber cardboard beds? It's ridiculous. Look at I'm not training a gajillion hours on the sprinting course my entire life to finally make it to the Olympics. And then when I get there, you give me a cardboard bed. All right? That's not what I signed up for. I've sacrificed my entire life and my body to be here. Can I get something nice? Now, I know it says here in the article that Tokyo 2020 is styling itself as the most eco-friendly games of all time. But, I mean, come on. What are you going to have? No, people peeing in compost toilets and sleeping on cardboard materials? It's just this... Come on. And lastly, they want you to they want you to know that we assure you that the cardboard beds won't collapse during sex. I mean, is that a joke? Really? Yeah, if you're an Olympic athlete, good luck getting somebody to, to go home with you if you got a cardboard bed at the end of the trip. Nobody's mm-hmm. you're you think you're gonna pick up somebody and they're gonna agree to get in a cardboard bed? What are you out of your mind? They're gonna be like, What is this? What are you, twelve years old? You got a cardboard bed? I'm out of here. <laughs> and I don't blame them. That shit looks more uncomfortable than an air mattress. I'm telling you. Take a look. Google it. ABC had the actor that played Robin in Batman and Robin taking penis shrinking pills, apparently. This recently came out. Veteran actor and recent Hollywood Walk of Fame star recipient Burt Ward, who played Robin in the 1966 popular Batman television show. You know the one. The one with Adam West. He recently revealed that ABC had him take penis shrinking pills early into his tenure as the boy wonder. Because <laughs> apparently the snug-fitting costume worn by Robin, who, if you don't know, is the sidekick of Adam West's Batman, uh, the snug-fitting costume on the 1960s TV show drew the ire of the Catholic League of Decency. Wow, ire, I-R-E. I just used that word fairly recently in a story, and here it is popping up in this one. I mean, I used it in my own improv. I, I didn't read it anywhere, and now here it is. Wow, you, we should all use ire, I-R-E, criticism. It drew the criticism of the Catholic League of Decency. They thought that Robin had a very large bulge for television. <laughs> wow. Hey, back then, people were pretty uptight. You couldn't be showing bulges on TV. Now you can cut somebody's head off and show some titties. It's uh, We're doing wonderful things on TV now. <laughs> Apparently the issue of his bulge became such a concern for ABC. It was so damn big. He had a big bulge, this teenager. <laughs> he was rocking a serious package. Robin was. Maybe Adam West was like, he told the... Uh, the executives at ABC. Look at Robin's bulge is bigger than mine, and I can't have that. After all, I'm Batman. He's the sidekick. So you can could you make his bulge a little smaller? They're like, yeah, okay, we got pills for that. The issue became such a concern, okay, apparently that ABC had him go see a doctor, and the doctor prescribed pills to shrink him up. He says to shrink me up. What pills shrink you up? I didn't know of such a thing. However, Ward explains that he stopped taking the medication immediately after starting. He says, I took them for three days and then I decided that they can probably keep me from having children. I stopped doing that and I just used my cape to cover it, (laughs) to cover my bulge. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure he was very flattered. Yeah, I don't blame him for not taking these pills. I wouldn't take them either. They probably 
you know, would keep you from having children, I'd imagine. Who knows what's in those things? It'd give you a, you know, it's like the opposite of erectile dysfunction. The actor went on to explain that despite being on America's most popular television show at the young age of 20, it's not like he constantly had admirers. Oh, that's because you didn't show your bulge, Robin. You show that bulge. The letters and postcards be coming in, you know. Back then they wrote letters and actually mailed them to people on TV. And they thought they were real people. That's how dumb people were back then. Yeah, like if a character on a TV show got sick, they would mail in get well cards. Really crazy back then. Uh, here's a quote. You must understand. This is, this is what Robin says. You must understand. I never smoked, drank, or did drugs, so I never went to a bar in my entire life. It's not to say I didn't go out and have a good time, but I never went out and did what you think Hollywood celebrities do. That's because he was ashamed of his big bulge. ABC made him bulge shame. They shamed his bulge. They were operating in bulge shaming to the highest degree. From then on, he wore everything was baggy, opposite of tight. <laughs> he dressed opposite of Robin. <laughs> I ran into Robin the other day. I'm not sure it was him. Why? Ah, he was wearing these parachute pants. It's like exactly opposite of what Robin would wear. Apparently, Robin was a straight-A student at UCLA. His dean was upset when he left in his third year to do Robin because she said that he could have been a nuclear physicist. Wow. He was in the top 3% in the U.S. in science and math back then. What a genius this guy is. Fascinating individual. Listen to this. He devotes himself to charity now. Him and his wife run the world's largest giant dog rescue charity. Here's a quote from him. 15,500 dogs would be dead if it weren't for my wife, Tracy, and I. At all times, we have a minimum of 50 dogs at our house. We make our own dog food. We've discovered a way to double and triple the lifespan of dogs. Our food is in all the stores across America. It's called Gentle Giants, and we don't take a penny from it. Wow, isn't that fascinating? This guy's really cool. I've never heard of Gentle Giants, but, you know, if you see it at the store, buy it and support, support the bulge. And his mission to save all the dogs. <laughs> Support the bulge. <laughs> That's great. I'll tell you right now, if I if I book a gig where I have to dress in tights, I'm I'm letting the world see my bulge. I'm not hiding that. You can't make me take a pill and shrink it. Nope. I'm showing off my bulge. The world's seeing my bulge. You enjoy you imbibe in the bulge. <laughs> Admire my bulge. Hey, if you got a bulge, man, you want the world to see it, right? Sure you do. Though maybe you don't. I don't know. Call the show. Tell me. <laughs> and now on a serious note, a man has been accused of dousing a woman with ranch dressing during a dispute. <laughs> a serious note. This is in Wisconsin. A 53-year-old Racine, Wisconsin man. A 53-year-old, you squirting ranch dressing, you loser. He's accused of threatening a woman and dousing her in ranch dressing during a dispute. <laughs> what did he threaten her with? Ketchup at first? <laughs> Something spicy like, Tapatio, I will squirt you with Tapatio. According to the criminal complaint, the victim called police to report that Mr. Maurice Thomas was at her home. He was threatening to smash her face. Well, then be thankful he didn't smash her face and instead grabbed the ranch dressing. He had a he had a moment of clarity, and he said, you know what, if I smash her in the face, I'm going to jail, but if I squirt ranch dressing, I'm in the clear. No, 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 it turns out, Maurice, you're not in the clear. It's still, well, it, it's assault with a condiment. Apparently, that's on, the, that's on the books. 
You can't be assaulting people with condiments these days. The complaint says that Thomas grabbed the victim by her throat. Oh, geez, I hate when this happens in the story. He pushed her against the dining room wall. Oh, goodness. During the altercation, Thomas grabbed a bottle of ranch dressing off the table and chased the victim around, squirting the ranch dressing at her before throwing the entire bottle in her direction. The victim was hit in the chest with the ranch dressing bottle. The ranch splattered all over the bottom of her neck, ran down her left forearm onto her pinky finger. Another spot of ranch dressing fell on the back of her head somehow. Through, through criminal investigations and CSI, they still can't figure out how it landed on the back of her head. It's a pretty crafty blotch of ranch dressing, I say. I'm making half of this up, by the way. <laughs> Because the article is very short, so I'm trying to fill in. <laughs> the victim was hit in the chest with the ranch. And the authorities say that's when she yelled for another person in the home to call the police. Call the police, I've been hit with ranch. At least it wasn't Russian dressing. That stuff is just bogus. What is up with Russian dressing? What is that? It's just like ketchup and mayonnaise or something. Stupid. Why did they even call it Russian dressing? That's definitely not from Russia. When authorities arrived, the victim was covered in ranch from her waist to her head. Oh boy, that's a lot of ranch dressing. What's Was this the Costco-sized tub of ranch dressing? I'm wondering. The gallon, two-gallon tub of ranch dressing? Covered from her waist to her head? That's a, that's a shitload of ranch dressing, I gotta say. I've never seen that much ranch dressing at a gathering, unless it was like at a buffet. When you go to the salad bar, you know, they got a huge thing of it. That would cover someone from head to toe. I mean, head to waist. You know, that little bottle of wishbone ranch dressing. You know, the one we've always had, guys. You know, if you grew up in a, like a white trashy household like me. <laughs> the wishbone ranch dressing. Mmm. Put that on everything. It makes everything taste better. Put it right on your spam. Ooh, good times. When authorities arrived, the victim was covered in ranch from her waist to her head. She was delicious. According to the criminal complaint, ranch dressing was sprayed across the entire room, including the walls, floors, entryway, and table. Oh my goodness, how much ranch dressing is in this household? This is terrible. This isn't good for your arteries, by the way. This much ranch dressing, you can't be taking in this much ranch dressing. Just switch to like a little olive oil and lemon. You know, break up the ranch dressing here and there. Because, I mean, the cholesterol level in this ranch dressing, it's no good. Not to mention there's dairy in it, I think. This isn't good. And you have a lot of it, Thomas family, in Racine, Wisconsin. Way too much of it. Someone ought to dump it out, but not on, not on a lady that you're having dinner with. They don't even tell her. They don't even say her name. She's quite embarrassed about the uh, the ranch dressing incident. I love how that it's they're telling you that it's splattered on the walls, the floor, the entryway, and the table. Is it like when you walk into the crime scene? Did they circle each little droplet of ranch dressing on the table, the wall, like in a little red marker thing, like they do with stray bullets? <laughs> In bullet casings, they go in there, see the, the crime, the CSI people circle it in red. They're just circled ranch dressing blotches all over this house. Thomas has been charged with stalking, burglary, and misdemeanor bail jumping. None of that has anything to do with the ranch dressing story. What is all that all about? I want to hear more about the stalking. Has he just been following women around with a bucket of ranch dressing? Is that what's been going on? Breaking into homes and dousing people with it? When did he jump the bail? We're not getting any of this information. The article ends on that. I want to know what happened to the woman that was covered with the ranch dressing. Did she ever recover? 
Did other relatives come up with her and wipe lettuce on her and eat it? I want to know what went down. I'm curious. I've never encountered an individual that was covered in ranch dressing. I don't know how it would take that. I'm a blue cheese guy myself. I'm not going to lie. I like that chunky blue cheese. No, I like. Uh, there's a brand I'm really crazy about. It's called Marie's, and I like it because it, it's uh, it has a, it's like a jar. It's like a mason jar, very thick. You can actually take a carrot and just shove it right into Marie's blue cheese dressing jar, and you don't even have to pour out the dressing. It's good dressing, though. I wouldn't waste it by dropping it on the head of another human being. Would never do that. Wow, this story just went into a strange place. I never thought I'd be talking about my love for blue cheese dressing. No, not at any point. Hey, weirdos. Thanks for listening to Weird AF News, another episode in the books. We're coming up on episode number 700, I believe. Wow. It feels like just yesterday that I started doing this crazy podcast, and now we're on coming up on episode 700. Uh, amazing. And I can't thank you enough for all your support, all your emails, reaching out to me. Those of you who called in, uh, I publish your calls after this. The usuals, plus an additional guy, Sparky reached out, who I haven't heard from in a long, long time. So thanks for calling the show again, Sparky. I'm glad you're still listening. I got a nice little Instagram message from Tina Greenwood. She says, hey, Jonesy, I discovered you through the Unscripted Narrative Podcast. Um, That's a podcast my buddy Jason runs, and I was a guest on that uh, last month. Fun episode, by the way. I I put a link to it on my uh, Facebook page, which is Comedian Jonesy, and on the Weird AF News Facebook page as well. she says, I've only listened for about eight, nine episodes so far, but I love it. Your podcast is refreshing and a great laugh. You've really got a, a niche show, and I'm now a forever fan. God bless. Tina, P.S., going to head to iTunes and give you five stars right now. Ah, so sweet. I love that. I love when people say they're going to go give me five stars. Wow. I like stars, you know? Remember when you were a kid in school and you got stars for your homework if you did it, if you did it correctly? Yeah. I'm still in that mind frame where, like, if I get some stars, I'm like, wee, I like the stars. And I just pulled up Weird AF News iTunes, and it says, here's Tina's review on the 13th of January. She wrote, great fun. This podcast is just one guy reading actual Weird AF News and with a comic spin that leaves you laughing your butt off. He's really relatable, and it's pure entertainment. This is a new favorite of mine, and I highly recommend this show to anyone wanting to laugh. Five stars. Yeah, baby. Uh, when you leave a review for me, that just makes me so hot, so happy, and uh, I'm so pleased. So go to your iTunes and leave a review for Weird AF News on there if you could. I, I love that. Or the Amazon as well. Uh, and remember, when you're leaving an Amazon review, very keep it very simple. Don't and don't swear. Amazon's really strict on leaving reviews. I don't know why, but yeah. So the reviews help the cause, anyways. It helps get the uh, get the podcast rated, and uh, it pushes it up in the charts. I believe. I don't know. I'm not seeing that as far as my numbers go, but I believe it helps on some level. If anything, it makes me feel amazing. So uh, yeah, hook it up with a review if you can. If you have time. Um, if not, I totally get it. We're all very busy. Uh, also, check out my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News, and you can get some bonus episodes and bonus uh, media related to Weird AF News. And I'm actually going to be traveling to a uh, some, some weird places, and I'll be putting some extra stuff on there when I'm traveling. I'm going to be going to Asia. I'm leaving on Sunday, and I'm going to be gone the entire month of February as well. So I'll be traveling, guys. I don't know if this is the first I've mentioned it on the show. But yeah, that'll be happening. Don't worry. Where there is internet, there is Weird AF News. So I'll be still putting out shows five days a week. Um, 
I plan on it anyways. And uh, and I think they might be extra weird because I'll be in some weird places. Like Malaysia. Wow. What's going on over there? Maybe I'll get some dengue fever and I'll record all messed up on the dengue fever. That might be fun, huh? <laughs> anyways, thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. Follow me on Instagram at Funny Jones to keep up with all my travels because I'll be putting a lot of video up on there as well. Um, okay, I'm not going to pitch any more things to you. Good night. Hey, Jonesy. It's Sparky. Just wanted to ask a question. Bones don't decompose for hundreds of thousands of years. What do they do with the bones? And this composting dead people. And, yeah, I agree with the green burial. Wrap me in a sheet and throw me under a tree. Pushing up daisies, baby. Hey, Jonesy. Uh, what you say? Are you talking about the... Uh Vaginear miss? I had a couple of vaginear misses back in my day. Oh, man, I like to get a shot back at them. You know what I'm saying? A near miss is still a miss, though. Anyway, Josie, that was a poor excuse of a joke I just did there, but I figured I'd tell you anyway. Hey, have a good one. What's up, weird AF news? You want some weird AF news, don't you? Don't you? You want some weird AF news. Well, guess what? I heard some weird AF news this morning that you're never going to believe, my weird AF news community friends. And you heard it here first on Jonesy's Weird AF News. This is a poll, and we all know how useless polls are. But guess what? I heard on the news this morning a poll. The country's most healthy city in the country. Now... Now that I just told you the title, how about you people trying to take a guess at the healthiest city in the country, okay? You'll never guess who just the top three are the number one city and the number three city. I don't even remember who the number two city because I was so flabbergasted, damn that's an old word, flabbergasted on the two cities that were one and three. The first and most healthy city in America, folks, is, drumroll please, Miami, Florida. (sighs) Yay, Miami, Florida. Florida has the healthiest city in America. And to round it out, at the top three, the third most healthy city in America, San Francisco. Yes. Oh, the San Franciscoans with their homeless population. The homeless in San Francisco are the healthiest homeless in America. <sighs> yes, and you heard it here first on Weird Ass News. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. I can't believe it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. First off, I have to give all praise, honor, and glory to the Lord above. Thank you, Lord. And then I must thank the members of the Academy for this wonderful, wonderful, uh, um, wonderful recognition. Then I must thank my members of my family and friends who've always been behind me supporting me. Then I have to thank the fans, of course. And then maybe, uh, most of all, I have to thank Jonesy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jonesy, for all your love and support. Okay. Now, what was all that nonsense about? That was, 
about um, me, Michael from Iowa City, sometimes known to some people as the guy from Iowa City. Jonesy, I have to thank you for allowing me to reach my childhood dream of celebrity. It's now happened. I've achieved my childhood dream of attaining celebrity by shirt tailing on grabbing the shirt tails of a first-rate comedian who does a podcast of weird news as a side hustle. I am now uh, reaching my dream by by doing just that, and I have to thank you for that. I'm reaching fame and fortune. Well, fame such as it is, maybe no fortune, but it's happening. It's happening. First, James from San Francisco has called in and said that he loves the sound of my laugh. It's delightful to him. And now one of your um, fans has written a review and mentioned me by name. Well, she didn't call me Michael, but she called me from the guy from Iowa City. So I'm getting some recognition. Isn't that wonderful? I think that's terrific. Her name was Cassandra. And, man, with a name like that, I Cassandra, Cassandra, however she pronounces it, she's got to be hot. So I think that's just wonderful. And I have you to thank for this. I truly appreciate it. So I would just say that, you know, I told you before I'm legally blind, so I can't really read any email. But to the ladies out there, hey, baby, it's like Libby Newton-John and uh, John Travolta in, in Greece. Honey, feel your way. I can do that. So I'll give out my personal phone number, 646-450-2012. If you want to get in contact with me, there's my number. Call. And I am ready and willing to take your calls. I am reaching my my fame, and it's all thanks to Jonesy. Man, I really appreciate it. I have now been immortalized in one of Jonesy's reviews. I'm the guy from Iowa 